Hello, everyone. This is Kristen McDonald, and welcome to Second Vision. My guest today is the internationally renowned astrologer, Susan Miller. Susan is also a columnist, an entrepreneur, a publisher, and a pioneer of the Internet. She is a respected founder of AstrologyZone.com, which is read avidly by 11 million readers per year. Readers love Susan's accuracy and comprehensive reporting of current planetary trends. And she is the author of 12 astrology books, including the ever-popular The Year Ahead Astrology Calendars, which can still be ordered for a 50% discount by going to astrologyzone.com. So, you know, it's funny, Susan. I'm so happy to have you here today because I said earlier I've been reading your stuff for years. Oh, my God. Goodness, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend who sends me the horoscope. In fact, this year for Aries was absolutely fabulous. No, no, so. you, she shouldn't have to do that. All your listeners can get my free app. Okay, you go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Now, the name of the app is long, so you're just going to put in Susan Miller. But the full name is Daily Horoscope Astrology Zone by Susan Miller. But it's so much more than a daily Apple wanted me to call it Daily Horoscope, but the monthly is what put me on the map. And on the free one, you have the uncut version. It's better for your eyes, and it's so much more secure. My readers are going on Safari or whatever browser they have to go on the Internet. That's not secure. There was a big article in Business Insider a few years ago about how foreign countries are coming in through your through the ads on the site that you're on. Five hundred thousand sites were attacked. Mine was one of them. Oh my god, how scary. And uh if you ever saw a gift card on your screen and you couldn't get rid of it and you knew it wasn't an Amazon card because the colors were wrong for the logo. Right. They're in your phone. <laughs> they're oh, in mine. My goodness, I so tell you the thieves are everywhere to have an app. And and this is free, so there's no reason why you shouldn't get it. And it's easier to navigate. And you can change the black type, which is against white, to white type against black if you're in a setting where it's easier to read that way. Because, you know, we go in and out of different light in different places. And you it's so easy, right in settings, right on the top, you can just move the little... A little button, either one way or the other. <laughs> oh, that's uh, so, so much better than surfing through all. I can't stand like when I go to YouTube and all the advertisements, and it just drives me crazy. Yeah, I well, you'll never see an ad on yeah. my apps because <clears throat> apps are intimate. They're on your phone. And I said, no, I don't want to ever have ads. You know, I won't do to you what I wouldn't do to myself. <laughs> no, good for you. Well, oh, let's God. let's give a little 101 lesson to some people who are either an astrology uh, astrological skeptic or they they don't mm-hmm. know much about astrology. Period. Oh, you know, sure. it's, it's been around for thousands of years, right? It goes back 2,400 years to Mesopotamia, where the Babylonians lived in Chaldea. They were the first to develop astrology, and of course it got more sophisticated as time went on. And when I wrote my book, Planets and Possibilities, which is currently out of print, but I bought the rights back, um, I had to do a whole history of astrology. But what struck me is that different cultures were coming to the same conclusions independent of each other because they didn't travel that much in those days. They 
they couldn't. They didn't have airplanes or, you know, of and course. by ship it would take forever. And, uh, yeah, so. Now Amazon's sending people up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. I, I watched that. It was great. Right. I, and I watched uh, Virgin Atlantic, too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Anything planetary. We've come a long way. Yes. Well, you know, I have a heart for the skeptics because no astrologer who, no person who becomes an astrologer believes in astrology before they study it. Because intuitively you say, how could this possibly be? My mother was a scholar in astrology, and she would be staring at my chart. I always thought she was a saint because I'd get up in the middle of the night and creep into the living room, and she'd be sitting there looking at my chart or my sister's chart. Oh, so she that's such a big heart. I did, but she wouldn't teach me. She said, absolutely not. This is not a parlor game. This is very mathematical. You have to stay with it 12 years, and if you don't, you'll never be any good, so I'm not going to teach you. And I was born with a birth defect. I grew up in hospitals. When I was 14, I had my big, big surgery. Uh, I was. They didn't know what was wrong with me. It was in my left leg, and they found out I was bleeding horrifically, Internally, oh my goodness! um, I stayed in the hospital eleven months straight, and um, I didn't go to high school. I did homeschool, you know, which is high school. I mean, I just didn't attend high school. And for three years, I did homeschool. Took my regents' exams, PSATs, SATs, and then I went to NYU. I I I was well enough Um, at sixteen. I went to college, but it. It, uh, and I majored in business because my father said, when this nightmare is over, someday you'll have to get a job. And I said, you can say that again, <laughs> Daddy. And he said, well, if you major in business, you'll always work. And I thought, oh, that sounds so good, always work, never have trouble finding a job. So that's what I majored in. And, um, and, and 16, really my well. God, you're a child prodigy, especially after going well, through I, what you I went had through. Skip, I had skipped the eighth grade. and. And those were, you know, from 7th to ninth grade was hard, skipping the 8th grade. You had to cram a lot in. And I really learned the work ethic in those junior high school years. And um, I learned it even more when I had to teach myself high school. I bet. But my mother, I was paralyzed during the operation to save my life by the chief of staff. They had to tourniquet me really tightly. You know, in my life since then, I've had 40 blood transfusions. So, I mean, I I really am in trouble when it starts bleeding. And um, so they made it really tight from the knee down, and they knew it was going to damage the nerve. They knew it. But it was either that or lose the leg and lose me along with it. So I was never angry at my doctor. I woke up, and the leg was, you know, straight perpendicular to straight up and they were trying to get the swelling down and it was all bandaged up and my doctor said can you feel this fork against your toes no can you wiggle your toes tried really hard no so I had to go through three years of physical therapy every day during the week they would do different parts of the leg and then they had to bend the knee because the operation was on on the knee and it was They'd bend it until it bled. So it was really difficult. And um, I wanted to know if there was a rainbow at the end of this. And I really felt it was a big crisis. I remember saying to my mother, and she, you know, is so close. I said, Mom, I'm in the middle of the ocean, and I don't know where land is, and I don't know how to get there. And she said, you are going to get there. You're definitely going to get there, and I'm going to help you get there. 
and you're going to have so many shoes. You'll say, which shoes will I wear today? And you'll have pretty dresses in the closet. You'll go to parties, but you'll also be able to travel for the first time in your life. Because I could never go far from home. I couldn't go to camp or anything like that because I never knew when I was getting an attack. And an attack would last for six to eight weeks. And I couldn't move an inch in the bed when I was having an attack. And I'd be in agony. So I couldn't even stand vibrations near the bed. My sister would skip. We lived in a brownstone when I grew up, and 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 we had to put up a sign: "Stop skipping." (laughs) We could. I couldn't stand the floor moving even a little, you know. So, um, yeah. And so I wanted to learn astrology, and my mother wouldn't teach me. I tried for a whole year, begging her, "No, no, no, no. You have to study for twelve years. You're only fourteen. You don't know what twelve years is." So finally I wrote to the the editor-in-chief of Horoscope Magazine, which was always around the house, and I knew my time of birth. So I said, will I ever walk again? Could you do my chart? Because there was a part of the magazine that they would usually run four or five charts and answer a big question. Right. So I wrote it, but... You know, I'm waiting, but nothing's coming in the mail. But one day, my mother walks into the living room, and she has an envelope in her hand, a big one, a manila envelope. And she said, "Um, did you write to Horoscope Magazine? This looks like you. This is your time of birth. This is your question. I said, oh, my gosh, I wrote to them seven months ago, but they never answered me. She said, well, they did in this issue. They did answer you. I said, oh, my gosh, what did they? What did the lady say? I said, I haven't read it yet. Let's sit down and read it together. And when you ask an astrologer any question, she's not just going to ask it in a straight-line way. She has to do it more 360, great family support, a distinguished doctor, lives in a big city near top facilities, um, a great aspects for health in the in the patient's chart, but also good attitude of the patient. So you have to put all that together. So she said, "Yes, we think you will walk again." And I had crutches and a brace up to my hip. And in those days, they were metal; they were heavy, and uh, you know, unbelievable. And, How old were I, you at this time? Well, I was almost 15 by the time it appeared. and Right. You know, and we lived on the second floor of a walk-up with marble oh my steps. God. But, but they teach you how to do that. You take two crutches and put it under one arm, and then you hold on to the banister with the other arm. <laughs> and, and, and then it works perfectly, you know. Susan, you, you are a warrior one. woman. Oh, no, it, it wasn't. It, well, you know, you figure it out. You figure everything out in life. Yes. So, um I said to her, I didn't understand these words the lady used, editor-in-chief. These are astrological terms. I don't know what they are. You have to tell me what that means. And she said, Susan, you got your answer. So I looked at her and I smiled. said, oh, no, I know what you're doing. You want to check the editor-in-chief? I said, yes, of course I do. (laughs) She said, you're never going to stop asking me. All right, I will teach you. 12 years, and you're never to tell a friend. I said, I don't have any friends. I'm not in school. Oh, well, that's true. I'm, and when am I going to sneak out the door and you're not going to hear me on the marble steps going down? Uh, where am I going to go? <laughs> you know, and she said, all right. And we lived in this brownstone where upstairs was my three aunts. Um, it was 
big. You know, in those days, they didn't cut apartments in half. So yeah. they had beautiful floor through and ventilation going from front to back. It was really nice. You had wash line in the back. <laughs> but anyway, um, she said, when you do charts, you're going to do the family, and I'm going to be there when you're doing it. And then you're going to ask for feedback. Later, after you you know assess a chart, you're going to see how it worked out because you're not going to learn any other way. And I did everything she said because I loved my mother so much. And I was never going to tell the world I knew astrology, never. I had my business degree. I was working in publishing. And um, and then later I became an agent for commercial photographers and self-employed. I was extremely successful. My biggest client was Coca-Cola and I had a cars that had and I don't even had a drive but I had Audi and and you know uh, Mercedes-Benz and all the top brands but Time Inc came to me and they said you're good with the astrology because I was reading the chart of the creative director of Warner Books because her husband was at Saatchi and we had just done a Cheerios splashes with milk and for the box you know a beautiful dancing cheerios and and he wanted me to we meet his wife he said she, she would love you and I, she i would love her what does she do so he tells me go up to the timing building and that's where she sent my name upstairs when pathfinder came out and people say pathfinder what's pathfinder well pathfinder was pre-aol that was time inc's Website. They should have made it a search engine. With a name like Pathfinder, it would have done well. They didn't have e-commerce attached to it, and that's, I think, what killed it. And, of course, then they, they actually let AOL buy them. I said, no, no, you're buying AOL. You're time. And they said, no, they're buying us. And I'm like, this is a mistake. And sure enough, it was the worst merger in history. But by then, I had to I had to leave right away. Oh, yeah, they gave me a year. And I had every door slam in my face. Everyone said no. And my website was three years old. I was already getting um, five million page views a month. And now I get... Um, in the millions, you know, it's much different, but I'm out there 25 years. But they, uh, Apple made the intervention and introduced me to InfoSeek, which became magic in that first meeting. And um, it's really funny. I had no options. I mean, if InfoSeek didn't want me, I had already sent 50 FedExes out with beautiful lizard. I had bought it in Katie's Papery here in New York, which is a gorgeous place for any paper product. It was like a, an envelope of made of lizard. And I had the art director make the proposal. And, I mean, it was just gorgeous. But, you no, know, everybody was slamming doors in my face. But Apple had just written a story about me, and I was taking them to dinner in San Francisco, because I don't know how to drive, they came to me in San Fran, and <laughs> they were in Sunnyvale, and I don't know where that was, or they were in Cupertino, but Sunnyvale was right next door, and that's where InfoSeek was, but at that dinner, they, they said, we will set up an appointment with InfoSeek, because I couldn't get in there, they thought I was a headhunter, and they kept 
hanging up on me. And that was the magical place. And Disney bought InfoSeek a month later. So suddenly I was with the Walt Disney Company. But I was still negotiating. And I'm saying to myself, how am I going to keep this negotiation going? Because now I have a completely new company coming in. But I did. I did. And it was tricky. And there were a lot of near-death experiences on the way. But I would tell myself, I'm sure Martha Stewart faced things like this. I would always tell myself that, and I would straighten up when I thought of it. You know, I'd say, well, she faced this, so I'll face this. (laughs) If you love what you're doing, you don't let obstacles get in the way. Tell us what's what's the year ahead look like for for the different planets and better. And it's you mean much the better. Signs. It is better, but I have to say, this is a serious pandemic. I think some people have been downplaying it uh, in their minds because, of course, nobody wants to be in the middle of a pandemic, and we have to wear our masks. See, in New York, nobody trusts anybody, so right. <laughs> we never took right. them off. <laughs> In my neighborhood, if you walked around without it, you would be a pariah, you know. So, <laughs> so and I, I like watching um, Fran, Fran, not to interrupt you, but um, Fran, Fran Drescher's, um, you know, oh. Pretend is a City. Do you ever watch that show? Oh, Fran Lebowitz. Fran, yes. Fran Lebowitz, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And everything she so says me is think about, true. You know, I mean, I lived in New York. I grew up in New Jersey, so I get it all, you know. <laughs> so we still wear it, you know, because you, you're walking all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, you pull it down a little if you can't breathe because it's warm out, but you're going into CVS, you're going into FedEx, you're going into the post office, you're going into the supermarket, and you're in and out of stores constantly, so you might as well just have it on your chin and you could breathe outside if there's nobody on the sidewalk. Right. But when I see someone coming, I pull it up immediately. You know, this Delta is no joke, and now they told us yesterday that there's a Delta Plus. I know. That's homegrown. And Dr. Fauci's right. He said we could get to the point where we don't have a vaccine to treat it. It could get that bad because he said he's never seen a virus go this fast. If you get the virus, it multiplies a thousand times faster than the one we had last year. And I don't think people understand what happens, the people who are not getting the vaccine. Your lungs fill with pus. You cannot breathe. All those little bronchioles that look like broccoli. <laughs> I know. I they're, know Jennifer Aniston blocked. was on the news today cutting ties with anyone who hasn't been vaccinated. You know, it's getting very, I saw very that. divided. You know, so yes. I mean, what, do you, what, do you, what do you see astrologically for the, you know, I don't for see the next year? until Saturn leaves Aquarius, and that will not be until March seventh, two 2023. So we have another year of this. So I hope we can get to herd immunity. I think now in the South you see so many people suffering, and that's why people are lining up. But we were trying to get to the point where people didn't have to suffer. You know, know. Dr. Fauci said, would you not take a smallpox shot or a polio shot or a tetanus shot? Why are you picking this shot? And people said to me, oh, it was just developed so fast. No, it wasn't. They were working on the common cold for years, 15 years. 40,000 people tested the Pfizer vaccine. I mean, you know, I I look at it like we're on the island together, and if you'd like a life raft, here it is. (laughs) And otherwise, yeah. And it's actually now what's really becoming bad is children are getting sick, and that is heartbreaking, little children. Yes, 
Yes. And 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 you you and I can carry it even though we've had I've had my Moderna and two of them, you know, a while back. And you can go to the um doctor and get a an antibody test. He told me you have so many antibodies, Susan, you could give blood. <laughs> you could, you could you. give plasma. That's great. So you should find out it would make you feel a little bit better. But uh, but I give whatever. It was so funny. Last year, I was in CVS getting vitamins or something. The pharmacist is looking at me. He says, do you want a vaccine? I'm like, oh, what are you giving away? He said, well, we have um, we have pneumonia, and it's a new one. It's a much better one. And we have uh, shingles. <laughs> I said, well, I'll, I'll sign up for the pneumonia one because I've had pneumonia in my life. See, people who have been sick know how horrible it is, you know, yeah, and they take good care of themselves. So I got it. I have to get the booster this month, a year later, and uh, then I'm done. I never take, like, two shots together, like the shingles I'll take later and the yeah. flu shot I'll take later. But I Definitely. sign up for everything. Like, what are you giving away? I'll take it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm stronger. Well, I can't be out of work even for a day. But I call it the terror of the tick-tock of the clock. I mean, constantly because I'm writing all the time. I can imagine. How do you keep up with 11 and a half million readers? I mean, who you <laughs> must have a team with your website. How do you do it? No, well, I have 17 people, but eight of them are engineers who do 24-7. They're in Austin. I have a uh, head of digital in L.A., in, actually right near you in, in Beverly Hills, and she tracks my app. And 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 make sure everything's fine with it, and looks at the numbers and so forth, which I I don't have time for. I'm capable of it, but I mean, then I have to take time away from writing, and I write forty thousand words a month divided by twelve signs, because I feel with astrology, if you're short, it could be misleading, or um, it could be confusing. With astrology, you really need to be thorough. Also. I say to myself, the reader is saying, why should I listen to you? So what? So I have to go the extra mile to tell them why you should listen to me. This is what I'm looking at. And we have a tricky August. Uh, we do. I mean, that new moon on August 8th is got a lot of cross currents. And um, there's, the center will not hold. The bottom will fall out. If any situation was nearing a difficult stage like for example let's say you work for a company you thought everything was okay suddenly that new moon comes by and you find out your company wasn't doing okay and you better start looking for a raft boat right right away because they're about to go out of business and you had no idea it's that kind of thing you know and a new moon affects you for six months whereas a full moon it could be hard and it's but it's only for five days, and you have to adjust to it, and it's gone. It's it's like perfume in the air; it's over. But uh, but a new now, moon. Now, what about self-fulfilling prophecy? Like I got my horoscope. I read yours last night, and I, it says you're gonna have a huge <laughs> expense. And like this is happening in the next two days. I thought I don't want to open my mail. <laughs> well, no, it could be a big expense. No, but it could happen any time this month, after the new moon opens the door, but especially in the next 10 days, you'd probably hear about it pretty soon. And it's a big expense, but you'll figure it out. And if you can't pay it, you say, you know, I need a payment plan. I mean, what are they going to do? Put you in jail? They can't. <laughs> that doesn't mean anyway. everybody's going to get a big expense. That's my point, right? So do you think there's some well, self-fulfilling yeah, prophecy there that, it, you know, 
What sign are you that you I read mean, that? Aries. Aries March twenty ninth. Because this is uh, my daughter's Aries too, and I'm watching her and I'm asking her how things are going. Um, it uh, it could be an expense like your accountant calls you up and says, "Oh, you know, I made a mistake and we have to do an amended return and you need to send another five thousand in or some horrible number like that," or um, you. You, your, your roof leaks, or you know, things happen in life, or or your car has a flat tire and you have to buy some new tires. Things happen, and we have to figure they're going to happen. It's like Murphy's law: if it can, it will sooner or later, and we have to just be prepared for it. The older you get, though, the the better you are at taking surprise events. Right. Uh, you, but you, then it said you I was going to get a windfall in two weeks, so I thought, well, I Well, myself. here's what's <laughs> weird about this month. I call it getting a kiss and a slap. Uh, the, first, the slap comes first from the new moon, but the full moon is gorgeous on August 22nd. It's one of the most beautiful ones of the year. It's an Aquarius. It's in your house of friendship, at your solar house. Do you know your rising sign? You know, I don't. I think I did years ago, and I haven't had someone do my chart in so so many years. Uh-huh. Well, um, listeners know that they have to get their time of birth to the minute. Can't right. be approximate. And um, there's a lot of uh, online free charts that you can put in the information, but what's important is you find out the ascendant. Sometimes it's abbreviated ASC for ascendant, or they call it the rising sign. And you look at the degree, because I would always ask you, what degree is it? Or I would just do your chart. But um, that sign you should read every month as well as your sun sign. So my daughter, who's Aries, born April 19th, is also got Scorpio rising, so I have to look at that too. She's the music producer for James Corden. Uh, the oh, I love him. Oh, I love him too. God, I've met him. An all-time favorite. And she's young and she's. He is just like that in real life. And she's won five Emmys for her work so far. Oh, my God. Uh, Two of them are for CBS and three of them are for Apple.com, who bought the franchise to Carpool Karaoke. So she said, Mommy, I have to go buy a gown this month for the Emmys. And I'm like, Oh, of course you do. Oh, my God. That is so cool. I she's mean, living I, a fabulous <laughs> job. I mean, he just when I'm when I'm down or anything, anytime I'll listen to him, and he just makes me smile and laugh. I love uh, him. Yeah, and he he, he has a good nature. So looking at next year, all right, we've got another year of dealing with this virus, but we're getting smarter. Every year we're learning more. We've got more data. We look at the science, and and that helps. And once children get vaccinated, I'm going to sleep better at night because my daughter has a little boy named Otis, and he's five. Oh. And, you know, and oh, he's so darling. And, you know, but he can't get vaccinated. But Chrissy did get COVID, and they found out he had antibodies, but we don't know if he still has antibodies. And he cries when they give him the test, so she's trying not to do it, but... You know, of course. She, yeah, I mean, actually, a needle with the blood test. You know, that that one. He doesn't mind the the nose thing as much, but the blood test. I hate the nose thing. I'd rather do a blood test. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, absolutely, absolutely. But, um, we're knowing more. And next year, what is so beautiful? Two big trends. 
One is Jupiter's meeting with Neptune. Now, they meet about every 13 years, once, just once, but it sets the template. But every time they meet, they meet in a different sign. Neptune takes 200, uh, no, 168 years to go around the sun, and Jupiter takes 12 years. So it's kind of hard to get them together. And on April 12th, they're going to meet in Pisces, the sign of the arts. And Jupiter expands everything it touches, and Neptune is the patron of the arts. And it's also the planet of unconditional love and compassion and philanthropy. So that is a big sign that there will be a, an artistic... Um, uh, no, 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 no. To turn that off. Yeah, sorry. God, I thought I turned it off. Um, but there will be a big renaissance in the arts. Remember when we had the Spanish flu? Oh, well, of course, we weren't alive then. But. <laughs> no, but my, my aunt survived it, I, I heard. My grand, my grandfather aunt did and aunt. My aunt too. Yeah. My aunt was a baby. The, that's mm-hmm. the year she was born. She's still alive. She's 103. Oh, my and God. And she had the Pfizer shot, the first one, and her nurse gave her COVID because her nurse didn't believe in vaccinations and didn't tell us, and she caught it on the subway. I guess, and um, Anthony got real sick, but never had to go to the hospital and recovered after 10 days and said, I'm not ready to receive guests. I said, why is that little Aunt Faye? She said, because the girl is coming to cut my hair and color it. And until that happens, in two days, I can't have any guests. I said, and you think you're not well yet? <laughs> you're well. <laughs> and I'm going to be you when I grow up. So, That's great. So anyway, I love it. She's 103 uh, so, now. It's wonderful. Now, you know, I Googled when did the Spanish flu end, and the answer was it never did. We just changed the name to the seasonal flu. We still oh, no have kidding. the Spanish flu. Yeah, you oh, can Google it. Wow. Yeah. That's very, very interesting. So that's what I'm afraid of. Now we're going to get stuck with coronavirus with the rest corona. of our lives. Again, yeah, another shot every, you know, September. I know. So that's why everybody's just got to pull together here and help, you know. I don't know why they're so afraid because it has, it's a mild, oh yeah, the day after you, the day you get the shot, you're tired and you want to lay around and watch TV. I mean, there are worse things in life than that. <laughs> Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, and so, you may, I don't know, you may be a little nauseous. I was, but only 7% get nauseous. So on another note, what, what were the aspects on January 6th? You know, we have uh, uh, so much time uh, yeah. today, and Huge. everybody's always curious about that. Well, you know, last year on July 4th, we had a, a big eclipse. And they happen at the same degree and the same day every 19 years. When you go back 19 years, we had 9-11. So I'm looking at this thinking, I don't like this. Okay. Now, if it doesn't happen on the day, sometimes it does, you know, within four or five days of the eclipse, there's two things you have to look at. First, you have to look at Saturn or Mars either going over the degree Almost like little Mars. I think of him like a little firefighter with his his pick in his hands, you know, and running over that that degree is almost like running over a scab in the sky, like a, a cigarette burn in the sky, and he pushes it off, and it hurts when you pull off a scab. And that's what happened in 9-11, because I told all my readers, if you didn't feel the eclipse, 
in July, you will feel it the week of September 8th. I will never forget saying that to everybody. This time, I looked at Saturn and Mars. It was either going to be one of those two planets, and they were both too far away. So I'm like, okay, there's only one other default. I have to look to the opposite, to January 4th, plus or minus five days. Bingo. The eclipse hit on January 6th. Now, when something happens on an eclipse, it doesn't go away. I know that they, there are some people in Congress that wish it would go away, you know, and, yes. it, and just pretend <laughs> it's going to go away. Oh, there are tourists walking around. No, tourists don't act like that. I'm it was sorry. a happy day. Yeah, it was a happy day. <laughs> and, and, uh, and when George Floyd died, he was buried on an eclipse on June 5th. And I knew that this, you know, often we have demonstrations and, yeah, and it, it was were peaceful, and they were uh, beautifully done because everybody felt outraged by what that man went through. Absolutely, I mean, it didn't matter. I mean, and I even said to Courtney, who's my assistant, I said, "Well, that doesn't happen in New York." And I, I remember her looking at me with her big blue eyes and so sad. She said, "Susan, it does." I said, "Are you sure?" She said, "Yes, it's happening here too." I said, but we're so so advanced here and so open to other cultures. She said, it doesn't matter. There's police problems here, too. And she was right, of course. And when you have an eclipse, that's, that's like a tattoo on you. I mean, you're... It's going to stay, and the next eclipse will build on it. And um, we have another one in at the end of November and the beginning of December. They always come in pairs. Now, poor Governor Cuomo, who was the best governor we've ever had on the planet. They're taking him away, and I understand why, because I'm sure everything they're saying is true, but he's Italian, and he kisses everybody. I'm half Italian. (laughs) I kiss everybody. I would prefer he stay, because he was so good with with COVID. He was also great with the airports and the... Penn Station and Grand Central, he's fixing all of them when nobody did anything, you know, and he's extending the subway into Harlem for those people who really need it. And uh, But he's born on December 7th, and the eclipse is December 4th. And if I could get in touch with him, and I probably can because my former editor used Look, to he needs a friend name. now. I'm sure you can get in touch with him. I would tell him, look, don't fight this because... The eclipse is going to put you in a new job. And you have good contacts. You will get a good job. Just gracefully bow out and just, I know you want to defend yourself. I know you didn't sleep with any of those girls. I know. And compared to what some other people did, like, oh, my God, don't even start me. Who's going out with a 16-year-old and then, you know, Epstein. And, I mean, gosh. But I know some of my friends don't agree with me, and I understand that. I'm just thinking so. It's a new culture. You're not allowed to, you know, to paw somebody on the job. So that's, you know, it's on. He, yes. he did a lot of good things, but it's a it's new the culture. It's a Me Too you know? culture, yes. It's a Me Too culture, yep. And I understand that. So I just hope he can find a nice job where he can contribute. 
But see, when you have an eclipse on your birthday or very close to it, your life's going to change. If it's a good eclipse, then it'll life will get better. Actually, he's born near a new moon eclipse. I believe the one on December 4th is a new moon. That means a new beginning. A full moon is always an ending. So he'll he'll continue to work, you know. I, I don't think anybody should retire. He's 62. I don't think anybody should even retire at 65. Look at Nancy Pelosi. I think she's 78. She's oh, it's all changed. Everybody running the country now is, you know, much is older. Is in their so. 70s? And you know yeah. you re- you're finally hitting your stride. You have enough experience. Biden's doing a great job. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I, and, you know, all of that say, has changed. I'm not part of the establishment. We need people <laughs> who know their way around. You, who Exactly, have who have experience. and stuff. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I want someone with experience. So, um, you know, but Listen, I you, you have to wish genuine. Dick a happy birthday. He's on with us right now, my wonderful engineer, and he had a birthday oh, yeah? yesterday. Dick, can I tell oh, you what old so Obama was yesterday, and I can't believe he's 60. That's no way. Because I was so, so young when he got to Congress. Oh, you know, no, I know. And his birthday know. party was was half canceled because of the COVID. I know. You know? <laughs> yeah, so good for him. Good for him. Yeah. He, you know, he saw yeah. the line of fire, you know. Listen, we're winding down on time. And, uh, um, yes. I don't mean to keep jumping from subject to subject, but, you know, it's very interesting. I read in your background that you're very popular with millennials, and I would have thought the opposite. And so tell me why that is. And and Well, they've had a hard time. You know, when they got out of school... In 2008, we had the crash at 2009. Now we got another nightmare 11 years later. They think the world is an extremely dangerous place. It's not as dangerous as their perspective, but I could see why they think that way. Um, they, um, you yeah, know, there's things about millennials that why drive they us think all that crazy. <laughs> yeah. and, and my sister has children, and they're millennials. <laughs> I love them, my niece and my nephew. But, you know, you can see the differences in uh, generations. But um, millennials love astrology, and it's been fueled by the the Internet, by the social media. Uh, Of course. Because in the past, you'd have to go to a bookstore or a magazine shop to, to find out. Yeah, decent stuff on astrology. Yes. Uh, There's a bad side, though. Some people have been out of work with COVID. Well, my acting career isn't working out, so today I'm an astrologer and I'm hanging out a shingle. And they're actually charging people, and they never studied. The the ladies who did CoStar freely admit they're not astrologers. They read one book. This worries me. I'm accredited by the the International uh, Society of Astrologic Research. Nobody's accredited. No, you know, and the, even the clubs are reducing their um, their stringent, you know, um, rules to enter. And you have to take tests, and you have to know what you're talking about. You have to sign an ethics thing that you will stick to what the ancients wrote. You know, and now they're I don't know if they're still doing that. It worries me. I I like to keep the standards up. And, and because I'm fixing things that people are being told, uh, coming to me. There was, I was on a TV set in California, and I was leaving. I was calling over, and um, I had just made an appearance. And the stage manager said, I need to talk to you. I was at an Oscar party. I was at the Four Seasons. 
it was put on by a very exclusive car manufacturer, a big party, and they had an astrologer there. And he told me I would always be poverty-stricken for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. I'd be always rubbing pennies together, and I've been terrified since I saw him. Would you do my chart? I said, yes, and Uber can wait. I don't care if they sit down there an hour. I'll pay for it. I don't care. And I sat down. I opened my computer. I said, you were born with Saturn in the second house. Wherever you have Saturn, that's where you feel you don't have enough of you are a saver. She said, I know. I'm obsessed. I said, yeah, yeah. And so it's just the opposite. You're not going to be poverty-stricken. You're going to laugh your way to the bank when all your friends are buying things, and you're not. You're stuffing it away and making investments. <laughs> no, you're not. But this man obviously didn't know what he was talking about. He didn't realize the great teacher Saturn makes you feel you don't have enough, so therefore you compensate by working harder. You know, and you can damage somebody's psyche. You know, I had a palm yes. reader years ago say to me, before I was diagnosed with my eye disease, actually, and, you know, it was one of those places you just pull over in Century City. I pulled over my little red oh, sports yeah. car and got through the beads and everything and a little incense. And, and you know, she you know she read a, a little reading for me, and then she says, oh, there's only one problem, you know. A, um, a curse put on you, you know, and so I'll need oh, like $10,000 to, you know, and so I just bolted out of there, you know, but honestly, uh, uh, it, it stayed with me. I wrote about it in, in uh, my journal later. That is funny so way. irresponsible. It's they so were saying damaging. That... And then they arrested half of those people, you know, on the news, on the local yeah, news. they just were later. making it up. Unfortunately, there's such a demand for astrologers. They're hiring college girls who just look things up in a book. But you can't just look at one aspect. You have to look at the whole sky. This is why I write my calendar every year. Did we send you one? I hope so. Um, uh, I don't think so. I need your address. Oh, <laughs> you thank you. That's beautiful. <laughs> we will get it out I'll tomorrow. I'll send it to Donna. Yes, yes. yes. That would be fabulous. And um, in this way, you have to look at the whole sky when you're making predictions. You can't just look at one because one may negate the other. and it, It's... A little complicated, but that's the way it works. <laughs> well, Susan, you are a true inspiration, especially your earlier story about what you overcome as a young person and then finding your passion and the fact that you do this for, you know, all for, you know, on for your free. own time. Yeah, for yeah, free. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, you're, you're you know, you're, you've really created a second vision, you know, as I say. Oh, and thank so you interesting for talking me. to you. Oh, it was a pleasure. And sorry about the time mix up. You think it was Mercury retrograde? That's another thing we didn't get into. Maybe next time. It's the funny okay. thing. All my technology goes down when it's Mercury retrograde. Anyway, so well, if for any those of your readers or listeners have a question, they should write to you and I'll answer them. <laughs> oh, thank you. And yes, and I'm going to be website. on Clubhouse tonight. <laughs> oh, fabulous. You know about Clubhouse? Yeah, 5 o'clock, my time. Uh, which is uh, 2 o'clock your time, <laughs> yeah, in PT, yeah. So is that Facebook, or forgive me, but what? No, Clubhouse is a brand-new audio social media. Oh. You only talk, no writing. Oh, and my God, you, that's uh, so great for the app, blind. You get Are on you the kidding Apple me? App Store, you get it on the Apple App Store and Google Play, and you just talk, and it's really fun. Oh, you're going to laugh. And I have a I've moderator. always wanted to develop something called I can't see your Facebook dot com <laughs> And so, so they have Clubhouse. So that that is really yeah. Well, it's so new, 
and they only opened it up to Samsung this past month in June, I think. Yeah. So, um, so both, both, all smartphone people can do it. You just download it. They ask you a few questions. Would you like to invite some friends? And and you're in. And anybody can come into my room. Just go to my website and look under appearances, and it's right there. Or go to Twitter or Instagram because we're we're doing it constantly all through the day to remind people. And I'm going to be on for three hours. You can drop in or drop out whenever you like. Oh, my God, that's just wonderful. And for those of you listening, my, my fabulous guest, Susan Miller, check her out at astrologyzone.com. Buy a calendar. Look ahead. Be positive, And don't get freaked out if they tell you you have a big expense coming. Yeah, that's right. You can handle it. You've done that's it right. before. You can handle it. I'll let you know, Susan. Anyway. Okay, so great. Can, so All right. Thank you everybody so much. Everybody have a blessed day. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Kristen McDonald with Susan Miller for Second Vision.